A word of warning. What follows includes harrowing testimony and graphic descriptions of human rights violations. The Amnesty Committee's first public hearing of convicted white Afrikaans perpetrators was also its first rejection of amnesty. 47-year-old Henny Gerber and 42-year-old Johan van Eyck appeared before the Amnesty panel in Pretoria in July 1996. Gerber and van Eyck were former policemen and ex-investigators with the cash and transit company Fidelity Guards. On the 21st of May 1991, they interrogated, tortured, shot dead and burnt their colleague Samuel Hanacha. They had suspected him of being involved in an armed robbery of about 4 million rands and the theft of 60,000 rands. Angie Kapalianis and Darren Taylor report. Henny Gerber is bulky, brash and bearded. He oozes confidence and looks the amnesty committee in the eye whenever he speaks. Johan van Eyck, on the other hand, has a light frame, neat moustache and small eyes. He's clearly nervous. Pale in the face, he breathes heavily, moves around uncomfortably in his chair and speaks haltingly. Both wear grey suits, the colour of the apartheid state. Both joined the police at the tender age of 16. Both were trained to combat terrorism. And both became well versed in interrogation and torture. Samuel had his feet fast and when he was up, he was on the Ik heb die skokmachine aan zijn privaatdelen verbind. Henny Gerbe is convinced that Samuel Hanaga is involved in a PAC plan to steal money. The unbanned but cash-strapped liberation movement is targeting financial institutions to fund its political cause. When more than 4 million rands is robbed from fidelity guards in 1991, Gerbe confronts Hanaga. But he denies any knowledge or involvement. So he's taken to a mine dump near Cleveland in Johannesburg, where Gerber normally bries. There, he's hoisted up a blue gum tree, hands cuffed behind his back, feet tied with ropes, and his private parts exposed to more than seven hours of electric shocks from a portable generator. It looks just like an old-fashioned telephone. While this is happening, Gerber, Van Eyck and their colleague, Franz Oersteisen, drink vodka and brandy. I was drunk in my car, we began drunk. I had alcohol in my car and we started drinking. We always drank hard liquor during those types of interrogation because no right-thinking person can torture someone like that without it haunting your conscience. Suddenly, Franz Oersteisen pulls out his gun and shoots Hanacha in the shoulder. When they lower him from the tree, he tries to run away. Gerbe fires two shots in Hanacha's back. His pulse stops beating. Johan van Eyck still struggles to speak about that day. His job was to get rid of the corpse. I drove to a bush in Benoni on the East Rand. I put his body on a piece of sponge, poured petrol all over him and set him alight. I drove off immediately. I didn't look back to see how he was burning. The next morning, Van Eyck and another colleague, Pit Nimant, returned to Benoni to make sure that Samuel Hanacha's body is completely burnt. The one hand of the overlevende was not burnt. 
Samuel Hanaga's right hand hadn't burnt. So Pete Niemann suggested that we chop it off. We drove to a shop where he bought an axe. He then chopped off Samuel Hanaga's hand and we threw it away along the road. We had to conceal his identity. It was the only part of the body that hadn't burned, honorable chairperson. Kerben van Eekmus convinced the Amnesty Committee of their political motives for killing Samuel Hanaga. As lid van die Nationale Partij het ek eerentijd ter goeder trouw opgetree. Nie net in belang van verdelle die gaards nie. As a National Party member, I always acted in good faith. Not only in the interest of fidelity guards, but also for the country's economy, which was being targeted. I also acted in line with National Party statements of the time. Although remorse is not a requirement for amnesty, Gerben van Eyck seized the moment to say sorry. Achbare commissie, ek is vir drie en half jaar in die gevangenis, ek bly in die enkel cel, ek het genoeg tyd gehad om te besin, ek het baie spuit in my hart. Honorable Commission, I've been in jail for the past three and a half years. I live in a single cell and I've had lots of time to reflect. I have lots of regret in my heart. I don't know if Samuel Hanacha's mother is here today, but I want to apologize, to stretch out my hand and to say to her, I'm sorry for what I did. But Samuel had so many chances. I told him and his colleagues that they were playing with fire, but they didn't have ears. So I want to stretch out my hand and ask for forgiveness and reconciliation. They say stress kills, but they don't say how stress actually kills you. Henny Gerber and Johan van Eyck are denied amnesty on the 6th of September 1996. The Amnesty Committee finds no evidence that Samuel Ganaga was a PAC member. Gerber and van Eyck habitually indulged in unlawful torture to interrogate suspects. They killed Hanaga so that he couldn't lay charges against them because his injuries would have proved prolonged torture. The story, though, doesn't end here. Gerber takes the Amnesty Committee's decision on review to the High Court, but this too is rejected. So, Henny Gerber and Johan van Eyck must pay the full price for their crime and spend another combined 18 years in jail.